This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You're now listening to the Destination Debbie Podcast. I present your host, Ray Garvin, the creator of Destination Debbie, and your go-to source for all things Debbie and college football. Let's get it. Five up, five down. Where is the movement happening in my cornerstone rankings? You know what cornerstone is, right? It is the foundation, the building blocks of your dynasty team. What I do on my personal rankings, patreon.com forward slash all gas, is I rank these prospects from the 2020, 2021, and 2022 classes in order of fantasy projection, how I think these players stack up against their peers, how they stack up against current classes and former classes. So cornerstone rankings, if, if, if somebody out there is not doing them, they're doing it wrong. So make sure you head over to Patreon to check out the cornerstone rankings, rookie rankings, Debbie rankings, all of that dope content. If this is your first time on this channel, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up button. Have the alerts on that way. Every time we drop dope content on the channel, it's right there on your phone. And then please go check out the brand new show Jordan and I just dropped. The Black Box Show episode one is out now. We're not talking fantasy football. We're talking sports. We're talking life. We're talking culture. But we're leaving all the stats and all of that analytical crap out of there. We're just having fun with the show. Break up the monotony of all the fantasy football content. Dope stuff dropping here at Destination Debbie. But this is where the foundation of your dynasty teams are built. It's with these cornerstone players. Which one of these guys must you have on your dynasty rosters in order to compete for the now and for the future? So excited to get in the show after we hear a word from my man Gus Johnson. Drop the intro, baby. And you guys probably notice a new camera angle. My boy Jay Rich just posted a video talking about camera position. And apparently, I have not been connecting with my audience. I have not been looking at you and, and, and feeling you and you feeling me. So we're going to try a whole new camera angle, see how this goes. So Jay Rich, appreciate you calling me out subtly, but not so subtly. But we made the corrections and we're ready to roll. So one of the biggest movers in my cornerstone rankings and deservedly so, is Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts started four games last year, and he had some spectacular moments, and then he also looked like a rookie who didn't play much at all and still sort of a work in progress coming out of Oklahoma. We knew that he was not some refined passer coming out of college. We knew that, right? We knew that it was going to take him some time to develop. That's why nobody was projecting him to be a starter from day one. But when his number was called, 
He showed a lot of good things that we can be excited about for fantasy football purposes here in 2021 and potentially in the future. Jalen Hurts, I didn't even have him ranked in my cornerstone rankings initially, or he was really, really low. He's made a rapid rise into the top 15 players, cornerstone players for me, and I rank those based on Superflex format because that's what we play. Nobody's playing in single quarterback leagues, right? Superflex or 2QB is the only way to go. But Jalen Hurts, what he can provide on the ground and through the air, that's exactly what helps us win these fantasy titles when you have these Konami code type quarterbacks that can give you some through the, through the, through the air and some on the ground. And by all accounts, where we stand today, the Philadelphia Eagles, all the talk and smoke is about them adding another pass-catching weapon on that offense, which would do Jalen Hurts a ton of good, and then would do those other receivers a ton of good as well. Jalen Rager, a guy that I was super high on last year, still very bullish on right now. Maybe he's not an alpha number one, but damn it, he can be a solid number two, but you got to get somebody opposite of Rager. You got to fill out that passing attack. You got Rager, you got Dallas Goddard, Travis Fulgham, and J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, no thank you. So Jalen Hurts, if he gets an upgrade at the wide receiver position, that should only bode well for his fantasy stock even if he's never going to be a 4,000, 5,000-yard passer, right? Having more options on the field, spread the field out, allow him to do damage with his legs, and then give him viable pass-catching weapons in the receiving game can only spell good things for Jalen Hurts. Right now, in my cornerstone rankings, I have Jalen Hurts ranked 14th. There are only a handful of quarterbacks between the classes of 2020 and 2022 that I take right now over Jalen Hurts, and none of those include the signal callers from the 2022 class, which I'm, you know, Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell, Jalen, Jaden Daniels, Grayson McCall. It's a very talented pass, passing class, but I've got none of those guys ranked over Jalen Hurts right now. And this is going to be an audition for him in 2021. Can he answer the bell and be the guy for the Philadelphia Eagles moving forward? I guess we're about to see here in the next couple of months, Jalen Hurts' season is here. Now, another big mover for me, I'm bought in. You know, I was very skeptical throughout the NFL season of one Jacksonville Jaguars running back, James Robinson, but I'm, I'm locked in. He's a top 20 cornerstone player for me. Jacksonville is not going to draft a running back early in the draft. This is James Robinson's backfield. We rode this undrafted free agent to a top 10 finish in Dynasty and Fantasy Football last year. And with Urban Meyer coming in and his commitment to the run, the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line is not bad. They're going to get an upgrade at quarterback, which is going to help out the entire offense. I've talked about this so many times. Quarterbacks like a Patrick Mahomes, quarterbacks like a Justin Herbert, and quarterbacks like incoming signal caller Trevor Lawrence those are floor-raising signal callers. When you get somebody like that, everybody on that offense gets better. Everybody gets better. So with that being said, I think James Robinson is in store for another monster season in 2021. And even if you don't believe in the hype, even if you want to say, you know, he's in UDFA, you know, undrafted free agents, there's no commitment, there's no loyalty to him. Well, you hold James Robinson and then you trade him after three or four monster weeks, right? You trade him for 2023 picks. You trade him for 2022 first round picks. But James Robinson, I believe, is still going to have tremendous value and is a player that I am happily, happily acquiring across multiple dynasty leagues. I've already picked him up in a couple of leagues this offseason. So James Robinson, big time boost up 
for the running back out of Jacksonville. Now, I've got two more running backs that both of these guys have just cracked my top 10 in cornerstone rankings. And one of them, we don't even know what NFL team he's going to play on. And I'm talking about Najee Harris, the running back out of Alabama. Don't care where he's drafted. Have no clue what, have no clue. Don't really give a shit what team he lands on. Najee is going to be a stud. If I had to just bet my fantasy career on one player being good at the next level, it's Najee Harris, a.k.a. Matt Forte slash Stephen Jackson reincarnated. I don't care where he lands. He's going to be a bell cow. He can do it out of the backfield. He can do it in the receiving game. He can do it between the tackles. I mean, he's a fantastic running back prospect. And while there are some people who still, which blows my mind, have Travis Etienne as the running back one in this class. There is no running back better than the six foot two, 230-pound dancing bear that is Najee Harris. Now, for the criticisms, right? He's old. He's an older prospect. Look, I've said this. Everybody says this. For running backs, we're looking for two to three-year windows, right? After year three, after year four, when they get ready to sign their second deal, that's when I'm already starting to think about, do I need to trade this player? Do I need to package him up and go youth and get some of those 2024 picks, 2025 picks? And I know we ain't there yet, but that's how you have to think about dynasty. So Najee Harris's age, being a 22, 23-year-old rookie, doesn't bother me one bit. By the time his four years are up, his first contract, he's going to be going on 27, 28, still in the prime of his career. He's taking tremendous care of his body. Not a lot of wear and tear on that body early in his career at Alabama because he had so many highly touted five, four and five star recruits on that team with him. He never had to take the Adrian Peterson 339 carry workload as a true freshman during his tenure at Alabama. So not even worried about Najee breaking down. He's a monster. He's big. He's fast. He's dope. He's a top 10 cornerstone player for me. A big leap. The only running back I want ahead of this player from the 2020 class is one Jonathan Taylor. This is a player that I've talked about ad nauseum leading up to the 2020 draft. Throughout the entire season, he showed me that he could be the guy on an absolutely putrid offense that is Florida State. And I'm talking about L.A. Rams running back Cam Akers, my number two ranked cornerstone running back, period. Akers is only topped by one Jonathan Taylor, and we got to see just a taste of what Cam Akers could do when he got that full workload as the Rams were pushing and having a playoff run. We saw him catching the ball, running between the tackles, ripping off long runs, breaking through tackles, struggled early in the season with like a rib injury, and then he had to share the backfield with Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. But when Sean McVay finally said, damn it, get that young bull to ball, Great things happen for one Cam Akers, and I think the sky is the absolute limit for him. I remember doing a midseason dynasty startup and taking Cam Akers in the fourth round, and there were some people on Twitter who thought that was just a ridiculous pick. How could I even spend a fourth rounder? Why, why would I even fathom drafting Cam Akers over a Joe Mixon? And, you know, when you know, you know. And it didn't take much to see the talent that this young man possesses. Unlike Najee Harris, Akers is extremely young, extremely talented, and is just still learning the running back position as he was this dual threat 
quarterback coming out of high school in Mississippi. So Cam Akers, the only running back I want ahead of him over these three combined classes is Jonathan Taylor. He's that damn good. And my number one cornerstone player in Super Flex, flex rankings has jumped all the quarterbacks from 2020. He's topped Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. And I'm talking about Joe Justin Herbert, <laughs> Joe Herbert, Justin Herbert, my number one ranked player in Cornerstone. Listen, he, he's he's an incredible, incredible quarterback. And we didn't even see the dual threat capability of him last season, right? He just was gunning the ball. Howitzer Herbert just dealing it to Keenan Allen, putting it on the money to Mike Williams, got Austin Eckler back towards the end of the season. And if L.A. commits to building an offense around Herbert, you know, it'd be awesome to see him pair him up with one of these talented wide receivers in the 2021 class, a healthy Austin Eckler back, new coaching scheme to build around this young, talented quarterback. Hey, T-Law, Fields, Burrow, all of them are super dope. I'm not taking any of those guys over Justin Herbert right now. We've seen what he can do. We've seen it on Sundays that, that like, He's great. He's outstanding. When you're talking about dynasty startups, you got Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. We're not going to touch Deshaun Watson that high. Kyler Murray. And then you've got, you know, it's a question. Is it Herbert or Kyler? Is it Herbert or Josh Allen? Is it Herbert or Dak Prescott? Either way, he should be a top five quarterback in dynasty startups. And for me, like the highest, he didn't move a ton, but having him at one over T-Law, who at some point uh, last year, at one point, I had him over Kyler Murray as the number one cornerstone quarterback. But Justin Herbert, Offensive Rookie of the Year, he showed us exactly what he can do. Big things coming for Justin Herbert in 2021. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC, maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Now we talked about the risers. We got to flip to the players that are falling. And nobody has taken a bigger fall than this running back out of Green Bay, who for a small window, we thought was going to be the running back one for the Packers. And that's A.J. Dillon, who has toppled down the cornerstone rankings again. During Aaron Jones's free agency turmoil situation, we didn't know if he was going to leave, what was going to happen. 
Well, he tested the market and Green Bay said, bring your ass back. We're going to reel you back in. And as soon as that happened, A.J. Dillon's value went from sky high to down low. And I even think it gives us a window to buy A.J. Dillon right now because his value is so low. But as far as cornerstone rankings, he took a massive tumble down. You know, I was offered today in a league the 209 for A.J. Dillon, or 207 for A.J. Dillon. And I declined it. I mean... I just, maybe, but I'd rather hold that pick, wait to see how the draft unfolds, and then make that decision later on. Like right now, I'm not I'm not trading any rookie picks. That's just some strategy that I have. I've held them for this long. The NFL draft is literally weeks away. What good does it do you to trade, you know, those picks right now? So for me, A.J. Dillon has taken quite the tumble down the cornerstone rankings as had Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims was a player that I did not think they were going to bring in competition or at least competition that would pull the number one tag away from Mims because we know Mims is going to get an upgrade at quarterback, whomever the Dutch draft, whether that's Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, or I saw a crazy report that Zach Wilson is really going to be the number one pick. That means Trevor Lawrence would end in New York. I do not believe that for one second, but what I do believe is Corey Davis Going to the Jets is not good for Denzel Mims being the alpha on that team, being the primary target. I believe that is Corey Davis. So Denzel Mims took a, you know, a nice little tumble down the rankings as well. It just really, really nuked any potential value or the, the high end value that we thought he could have as that ascending second year player in that number one receiver role. Just not going to see it in 2021. That's Corey Davis's job. Denzel Mims back to being the number two with the new coaching staff. We'll see how it plays out. But right now, Mims, big time faller down the rankings. As is my guy. I talked about him a little minute ago. Jalen Rager. I had him as a top 20 cornerstone player. He's down low 30s, early 40s right now because of you know the, the uncertainty of the Philadelphia offense. Now you're bringing in the quarterback who for all intents and purposes, would like to run first, pass second, and the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to bring in a pass catcher in this 2021 NFL draft. And if they bring one in early, they're probably thinking that they don't believe that Jalen Rager could be the number one. Now, we'll see how all that plays out in training camp, right? Second year leap for players. We see that all the time. I am still bullish on Rager, but I got to be objective. People aren't paying me to just have a love fest with one player or another. It's to give actionable advice. And right now, Rager should not be valued as a top 20 cornerstone asset where I had him for a lot, uh, you know, a lot of the season. And looking back to, to last year, right now, he's just not that. So Rager has taken a big fall down the cornerstone ranks as has this 2022 prospect, and not because of any kind of play, not because of, of, of anything that we've seen on the field. It's the fact that uh, George Pickens tore his ACL. So George Pickens is a player in the 2022 class, wide receiver out of Georgia, who I had grouped with the big three, Traylon Burks, George Pickens, and David Bell, tears his ACL probably going to keep him out the entire 2021 season. And then there's uncertainty as to what Pickens is going to do. Is he going to declare for the 2022 NFL draft or is he going to come back for the 2023 draft? Now, if he does that, 2023, they got some ballers in that class, all right? Led by my guy, the number one wide receiver in that class for me, Kayshawn Boutte 
out of LSU. You've got Rakeem Jarrett there. You have right, Pickens as a teammate right now, Jermaine Burton, who ain't no damn slouch, who's an absolute monster in his own right. So Pickens is still going to have a lot of tough competition in that 2023 class, not to mention the talented running backs of Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, and Tank Bigsby that he's going to have to fend off with for rookie draft slot capital. So right now, torn ACL. Injury-based rankings move. George Pickens takes a tumble down, but if all things can progress well, we'll see GP right back up there at the top of these cornerstone rankings and at the top of those 2022 wide receiver rankings as well. But the number one faller for me out of all of this, and I still love the player, I actually think this player is a screaming buy right now in Dynasty, but we have seen the Clyde Edwards E-Lair hate go way too far. Way too far. I, I do not think Clyde Edwards-Elair is a bad running back, but I also don't think he should have been drafted over Jonathan Taylor. That was a mistake. I fell into the trap in my own home dynasty league sitting at the 102. I had the choice between JT and Clyde Edwards-Elair. And my team was already loaded. So I wanted to take the upside that we could potentially be getting a Christian McCaffrey type player. And although he had over a thousand total yards as a rookie, he didn't hit the ceiling that we were expecting, and it was a bad move to draft Clyde Edwards-Elair over Jonathan Taylor. So right now, yes, I have a Najee Harris over Clyde. I have Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, and DeAndre Swift, and Antonio Gibson all ranked ahead of Clyde Edwards-Elair. If we had to redo that 2020 NFL draft class, he'd be like RB5 for me, and I'd even think maybe James Robinson is creeping up in there. The only reason I still got J-Rob at 20 and I got Clyde a little bit higher is the draft capital. Chiefs did spend a first round pick on Clyde. Damian Williams is out of the door in Chicago, and I am still very high on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think he can be a very, very good running back in fantasy football. Back-end RB1, high-end RB2, but he doesn't have the upside of of Cam Akers. He doesn't have Jonathan Taylor's upside, and he's right there with Antonio Gibson. We'll see how they use the Washington football team, how they use J.D. McKissick and Gibson in that backfield this year. But Clyde, right now, when you're talking about his fall from being number two to outside the top 10, you know, being a top, you know, two running back to out, to not even a top five running back, it's a pretty big fall for one Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But I'm telling you right now, if you got league mates who are sour on CEH, go get them. Because I do think he's in line for a very, very strong 2021 campaign. And hopefully that comes around because I got a lot of CEH shares on my team. So there it is. Five up, five down. Cornerstone players who have moved significantly in my rankings. And for those of you who didn't catch it at the beginning, all of my cornerstone rankings, Debbie, Rookie, Rookie ADP, dope stuff, is at the Destination Debbie Patreon, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Make sure you check out the content over there. Stay tapped into the station. Smash that subscribe button. Like the content. Check out the Black Box Show. That'll be dropping tomorrow. Every single week, Jay Rich and I dropping heat on the station. Elite Seekers with Ben E. be coming out later this week as well. We just want to keep y'all locked in, man, for this NFL draft and beyond. Here to help you Debbie and Dynasty better. It's your boy GQ, and I'm out of this thing. Peace.